0: Welcome to episode 82 of Thrifty Cast. This is Eric.
1: And this is Kathleen.
0: And um we're in Wisconsin today. We are. And, and uh just got back from thrifting as we always do. Well, a few hours ago. I was gonna
1: say, yeah, a couple hours ago.
0: Yeah. Enough where I got really sleepy, almost took a nap, made a pot of coffee, and now
1: And now he'll never sleep again. Yeah. Um I'm just sleepy. I've just been sleepy straight through. Mm-hmm. So this is, I think, it for me for the night.
0: Yeah, yeah. When, um, yeah, didn't sleep. Yeah, didn't sleep <laughs> well last night. Got up early mm-hmm. and um, yeah, Patrick sitting here with us, and he's our sort of studio audience right now. But the <laughs> the, the plan, um, the plan this morning. A while ago, they stopped our trash delivery living in the middle of nowhere, so we now have a pickup truck full of wet garbage, and so the plan this morning was that we were going to drop this trash off. There was um, this whole big plan. We would get up early, take the trash to the dump. Well, we get in the truck, try to start it, battery's dead. So that didn't happen, but up early. Good news, we're up early.
1: On our way to thrifting earlier.
0: Yeah. So uh, where all did we go today?
1: We went to a St. Vincent. Oshkosh. And then another St. Vincent. In Appleton. And then.
0: That random, by looking on our phones, we found another random new church affiliated uh-huh. thrift store.
1: And then we went to a not good restore.
0: Yeah, actually, in between there, there was this yeah. antique mall. Yeah. Which is, just which is actually going to kind of relate to the topic today because sure. I think there were plenty of examples of that.
1: Mm-hmm. And then a really bad restore.
0: Really bad.
1: And then there was food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then we were done. Tacos and Fond du Lac. Highly recommended. So, um, what's your find of the the week, the day? The- so,
1: I don't have a find of the day. I found some good things today. Nothing mind-blowing. Um But I found this really cute little gnome the other day. Mm -hmm. I have a picture of it already. I keep forgetting to post the picture. But um, ceramic, small, maybe nine inches tall. And he has a little spot in his hands where he should be holding a flag. So somebody jammed an inappropriately sized American flag in his hands. So I need to find something a little bit smaller. But right now he's very patriotic.
0: Huh.
1: So, yeah, he's really cute, though. And I'm going to put him in with my plants, where I have another gnome. But I'll take a picture of him.
0: Well, and you can switch out the flag for holidays.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. I have a nice Chicago flag that I thought about putting in his hands.
0: Oh, that's really awesome. It's a
1: little smaller. I think it'll be better. Come
0: June, maybe a pride flag?
1: I thought about that. Yeah. I really feel like he should have a Germany flag, because I think he was made in Germany.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: But... Yeah, what can you do? But it was nice that he came with a flag.
0: Yeah. Thoughtful. So it's like your starter kit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. A starter flag. Yep. Yeah. Um, my, my find of the week. I think I know what you're going to oh, say. Oh, this is so obvious. So at the Oshkosh Thrift Store, they have a book section that's really huge. And then up by the registers, they have the books that they're trying to get rid of really easily. So you get a, like a grocery size paper bag and it's whatever you can fit in that paper bag is 75 cents. Um, The book selection is usually, uh, there may be, uh, yeah, Matt, there's a thing or two. There was a while where they had an entire set of National Geographic. So somebody was like looking for something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, going way back. So, you know, that was awesome. I didn't get any of those ages ago. And Um, you regretted it. I did. I I regret it later. However... Going to that section today, looking around, it was the usual, eh, you know, a little something here, a little something there. And then on the bottom shelf, there was kind of a massive collection of really old books. Most of them being Zane Grey Westerns, dating from probably the mid-19-teens to the mid-40s, maybe. Um, Beautiful colors, beautiful covers in a lot in a lot of yeah, cases. Yeah, most in
1: pretty good shape, some yeah. with a little bit of fading yeah. on the spines.
0: Um I, I haven't read a whole lot of Zane Grey. Mm-hmm. Um there there was one book I read and it was very wholesome. Um <laughs> and it, it, you know, it, good good trying to get to sleep reading. So, um,
1: <laughs> that's a ringing endorsement right. of an author, isn't it? <laughs> This is going to put you to sleep like nothing else.
0: I you know, I'm not I'm not a western person. Some people are western people. I I like my westerns to be science fiction. Like give, give me oh. Star Trek whatever.
1: Yeah, not not going to happen in a Zane Grey book. No,
0: absolutely not. There there will not be aliens. Mm-hmm. But um it's this beautiful set of oh, yeah. of vintage books and 75 cents a bag. So I was able to get 25 <laughs> of these vintage uh, Zane Gray books. I paid a buck fifty total,
1: and that's. I mean, you got a bunch of other books too.
0: Yeah, yeah. There were there were actually I counted there were mm-hmm. I got twenty nine books in total of mm-hmm. of those vintage yeah. type, and um, yeah, four of them were something else, but twenty five were these mm-hmm. Zane Gray books. So it's like I have this nice little library mm-hmm. now that's going to be great to kind of put in some.
1: Well, and there was a handful of, of other books. You got some workbooks.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, books for work. Yeah. Sure, sure.
1: I got a bunch of books for volunteering and then a few of the older books as well. Um, but, I mean, you cannot beat that deal when you think about, like, what to buy at the thrift store. I think we've talked about this before. Books are always a big one for mm-hmm. me. Like, always look at the books. But I just – I mean, you cannot get anything that cheaply. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really don't care how many books you cram into those bags
0: yeah they do not pay attention They just
1: like how many bags you just tell them they don't
0: care and the thing is like i i am super ethical about it but i what i don't understand is that it seems like you could jam any book from In the any, bottom of those bags i know not even at the bottom yeah that's true. like i don't even i don't even think they would check and i i wonder like i, I have not done it It no, wouldn't
1: no the other thing we were saying is they do have a section of vintage books. And some of those books were like $5 a book or $4 a book. And these were so much better than some of those books. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like the vagaries of thrift store pricing. Somebody who didn't see any value in these, it was just like ah, a bunch of old hardcovers and nobody's going to want these just for whatever reason, put them on the bottom shelf and nobody who I don't know, does the antique section or the vintage section mm-hmm. of the store got a hold of them and you get a good deal that way.
0: This is, I think it may have been my find of the week a few episodes or ago or whatever, but at that same thrift store, there was a whole big stack yeah. of jewel tea autumn leaf pattern. Mm-hmm. And... I, the next time I went back, there was like, a you know, and those were 50 cents, 75 cents. And then back in their little curated section, the next time there was one saucer that was like three fifty, dollars no, yeah. no cup. <laughs> um, so I think there's like one stock person there who's, I don't want to say lazy, but lazy mm-hmm. about kind of where things go. And that person is really doing me a big favor
1: yeah well or they're younger yeah. and just doesn't don't know vintage stuff i yeah. mean or they know one kind of vintage thing and not another yeah.
0: but do, doing yeah. the math on those those books mm-hmm. though 20 cents each
1: Cannot beat it with a stick
0: no so i i mean that's my uh find of the week and that i, I that's my best find so far in 2021 oh okay Yeah. I I would easily say that. So, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to plug some stuff?
1: Yeah, let's plug some
0: stuff. Okay. Um, Our listener, Lois, has a podcast. She has two podcasts. I did. What?
1: She has two podcasts. I
0: knew about the canning one, my canning seller. She
1: has a found, I was going to say found fiction, but it's not. It's a found diary. She found somebody's diary in her home. Or barn. I don't know. Somewhere on our property. How did I
0: miss this? I don't know. Oh, well, i got to listen.
1: This isn't a shtick. I want to be really clear. <laughs> right. We just said we were going to plug a few things, and we said Lois. We didn't uh, say um, but anything
0: m- else. Yeah, my, she the, has two. Okay. And the canning one I've listened to, yeah. not knowing the other one existed. Yeah. I'll check it out. The um, canning one is great because it really walks you through the specifics at a level of, of detail that's helpful for people who you know can't boil water like me um, you
1: can boil water
0: so there are um, it, it's really helpful and actually what freaking out about it is it's it's really scripted and descriptive which is great her sound quality, like we've been doing this for 13 years. Our, we
1: haven't bothered to get a microphone.
0: Right. Our sound quality is notoriously horrible. Yeah, we're so sorry. Sometimes I just eat tacos while we record. I don't. Only once. Yeah. Well, we learned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the sound quality is amazing. So I would definitely urge people to check that out. And of yeah. course, I'll so, check the second one so out. So
1: thanks and congratulations, Lois, for mm. your world domination of podcasting. <laughs>
0: And our studio audience <laughs> applaud. Thank you,
1: studio audience.
0: Um, the uh, the other plugs mm-hmm. that come to mind. Um, th- this is actually what led to our topic today. There are a couple of YouTube channels that have shown up in my algorithm lately that I'm taking a tremendous amount of enjoyment from. <laughs> so we will hours
1: and hours of enjoyment. I think like
0: too much. To the point where I'm watching things over and over again, too. It's, like, it's gotten to be an obsession. The first is um, a woman, I think she's maybe southern Illinois, maybe northern Missouri. No idea. Um, She uh, has a channel called Canterbury Cottage. Um, She thrifts things and upcycles them. To be honest, the things that she upcycles, not my style.
1: Yeah, she definitely goes for a farmhouse painted and distressed look.
0: Yeah, on, on most things. On
1: almost everything.
0: Yeah, and it's just, you know, it's it's not my vibe. Yeah. I, I can, you know, step back and appreciate it. But what is so enjoyable about that is that she's very skilled. Mm-hmm. And again, not, not my style, but the, the stuff that she's able to do with things she finds at thrift stores, totally interesting. Um, And she buys things I would never.
1: That is very true. She sees the potential in things. Like she was talking about how small wooden pieces are a really good deal at the thrift store, especially the ones that have a very 80s look because of the color and because they have a heart carved in them. And talks about how to cover up that heart or remove that piece of wood, and that to me is really interesting because every time I see those, I just get terrible flashbacks mm-hmm. um, to the eighties when every single thing had that. And if you like that and that's your jam, great. Mm-hmm. But I, I do just having lived through that, it's a little tough for me. There, there's a, it's not my thing.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And there's a color palette from the nineties yeah. that it's that peach, dusty rose, yeah, country blue. Mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, so burnout on her. I have such negative associations with it that, um, is the cat
1: doing something weird? The cat is playing with something. It has decided <laughs> now that it's getting late that it's time <laughs> to, I don't know, play with a bottle cap or something. Yeah. So that's really going to be great.
0: Luckily, it's just the one cat. Yeah, Like that, the others are hiding. Counter, counter I didn't mean to interrupt you, though. Oh, no, and don't worry. Um, the uh, uh, second YouTube channel... And this is so my jam <laughs> like I'm loving this. there is a, it's called furniture flipping teacher um, It is a young woman named Lauren out of Omaha I believe, and um, she uh, upcycles <laughs> taking over the world <laughs> oh yeah she's trying to she's trying to pay <laughs> off her student loan debt. And she is doing it by getting money by flipping furniture. So she will do... There was one month where she showed 20 projects. She showed the before and after. Um, she showed what her costs and her profits are. Um, and really walks you through her, her upcycling process.
1: Yeah, this is where her, her time as a kindergarten teacher really allows her to be a great detailed, very slow and methodical instructor mm-hmm. on video. Like some things maybe she doesn't need to cover as much as she does, but some things it's really great. She shows you and tells you, which if you've never done some of these things before, it's really good to see. And she points out like when she has a problem with something mm-hmm. or when something goes well and that, that was really good to see.
0: Yeah. what yeah. When things go wrong, mm-hmm. which is actually what's even more helpful yeah. Like, oh, I tried this process and mm-hmm. um, the the stains from the top came yeah. through the the paint I applied and here's what I did to fix it. Um, and the pieces, again, again, she just has such great vision. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they have in common. Again, she buys things. Some, some are beautiful and, and great that I would consider buying. But a lot of the things she buys, she sees potential in them that... I I would never see. I would walk right past. Right. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, turning things into, uh, like, repurposing things in a lot of cases. And, uh, again, some of her stuff, not my style. I appreciate the Mm -hmm. the artisanship in it. um, But a lot of it kind of is. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it's just really gorgeous. So, I've been thinking about upcycling more.
1: Yeah, and I I just want to say one more thing about her. So she, um, if you're curious, she buys things as cheaply as she possibly can, thrift stores, Facebook Marketplace, does her work, videotapes, videotapes and (laughs) records it. Um, And then she posts it on Facebook Marketplace and sells it and keeps, like Eric said, meticulous track of what she paid for it, what her materials cost, and then what she sells it for, whether she gets... The price she was asking, or whether she has to take a little bit of a, a loss, not a loss, but you know, she has to deal a little bit on the price. And then she explains how she's chipping away at her student loan debt. And this woman has pretty much paid off her student loans in four months of doing this.
0: I, I think her first, it's phenomenal, right? I think her first video came out in January of 2021. Yeah. She had $25,000 in debt, she has already. Um and actually what's funny about this YouTube revenues.
1: Yeah, that's a big part
0: of it. Yeah, is a big part of it, but I mean she's cut it down to I, mm-hmm. I think it's like at 6500 yeah,
1: now it's d- down from
0: 25. So
1: But it is interesting to watch.
0: Yeah. And, and there's that weird extra added dimension of you're like really rooting for her. And then you realize that she is taking over the world. Like she <laughs> yeah. now has merch. Yeah. Like she, I've
1: only been doing this for three and a half months, but you wanted merch and I've <laughs> got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. So, um, she, yeah, she's doing fine. I, I, this is probably the week her student loan debt's gone. <laughs> um,
1: she's probably putting in her notice at school.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, she I is. I shouldn't say that. I don't know
1: her. She probably is so dedicated to teaching.
0: But, I, I, I mean, she's very successful at this, though.
1: She is an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you know, she does this part-time, but still managed mm-hmm. to flip 20 items. And in <laughs> some cases, it's like, oh, I just used my little Bissell thing, and I cleaned it up, and now it looks great. Yeah. Um, but in other cases, it's massive mm-hmm. um, work. um. But watching her do it kind of makes me think, okay, well, maybe I could. So um on that note, yeah. What what have you upcycled?
1: Well, I have to say I really don't like the phrase the term upcycle.
0: What would you call it?
1: I would just call it redoing furniture.
0: I don't yeah, know, then upcycling. That's, then that's what we will call this episode.
1: Okay. Well, I already wrote upcycling in our book. Um so it has to stay upcycling because I can't erase it now. Um, no, I don't know. It's a little precious for me, but that's just uh-huh. me. Um, I don't know. I mean, I what have I? What have I redone? Yep. My nightstand. I have a little nightstand that I have painted twice now in various colors. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done anything like I haven't redone parts of it or. Added things to it. I mean, it's just been painting. All of my work has just been painting
0: things. Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't added to stuff. I haven't taken parts of it off. Um, my side table's in my living room. I've painted some plant stands for my patio. Um, I think that's, that's really what I'm using right now. That's, mm-hmm. that's what's upcycled in my place. Yeah. Yeah. And I need to repaint my side tables again. Mm-hmm. Because I was not as meticulous as this woman is. So I, I did learn a number of things from watching her videos that I need to do the next time I repaint them. Mm-hmm. I need to be better. What about you? I'm sitting on something that you've upcycled.
0: Right. Well, and, and again, I, I, but it's painting. It, yeah. That's the extent mm-hmm. of what I've done so far far and I'm thinking like wow so much more is possible there's so much more I could be Mm -hmm. doing to make things kind of have more utility or whatever the case is so you know we talked about it ages ago but you know we we have a at home we have this big long um table that um Patrick and his dad assembled and heaven forbid we ever have to move it but so we have uh eight chairs they're all thrifted they're all mismatched And um, we painted them Fiesta colors. And the thing is, same thing. I'm like, I did not scuff sand them enough. So the paint would... The chair that I'm sitting on has huge places where the paint's peeled off. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And with me, I'm like, oh, look. More character. (laughs) Wow, this chair's full of soul.
1: Wow, this chair is distressed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oops. Um, I distressed
1: it myself, sitting on it.
0: Right. So, (laughs) um... So yeah, the you know the chairs I've done those. Um, there's a bookshelf I did in mm-hmm. matching color with paint I had left over. Where it looks
1: really good out here now with the chairs. Uh,
0: you know, I it does it pulls it together. So and at some point on our uh, YouTube channel, and I'll talk about this when it happens. But what I want to do is sort of a slow tour of the house with all the thrifted stuff in it. It will forever be a work in progress, but. But yeah, so anyway, yeah, so I did that bookshelf. Um, I think the the favorite thing that I ever, quote unquote, upcycled ages and ages ago, um, I had a um, nightstand that someone had painted um, like brown, like a dark brown, and I got the feeling it was like somebody's like, well, it's kind of like wood. Yeah. No one will ever know this is painted. Right. And so I'm like, oh, I want to stain this. So I uh, stripped it, it, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, sanded it, stripped it um, using uh, strippies, like very, very harsh Mm -hmm. chemicals that I had no business being near. And then um, I stained it a really dark kind of espresso color and then put um, polyurethane on it to... Finish it. It looked gorgeous. However, after the fact, I think our neighbor, and I mean, this is going back like 25 years. Mm-hmm. I think our neighbor across the hall, because this is when we lived together, yeah. came out and he said, hey, that's Haywood Wakefield. Yeah. Because of the lines, you know, that famously blonde furniture. Yeah. yeah I, I did it in an espresso. And I'm not going to lie, looked amazing.
1: Yeah. Because that color wasn't your
0: thing. Yeah. It kind of makes me want other Haywood Wakefield pieces <laughs> that I can sand, strip, and stain espresso.
1: Yeah. When you bought that, though, it wasn't hot.
0: Oh, good point.
1: I mean, I think you got that at a thrift store. I mm-hmm. think, actually, you might have gotten it at the one on Grand. Sorry, this is a total sidebar. Um, it doesn't matter where you got it, but you got it really inexpensively.
0: I, th- I think I got it really cheap at an antique store in uh, Andersonville before uh, Andersonville was a thing. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I I will say having watched these videos last night, I definitely thrifted today with a different eye. Mhm. I didn't that said end up buying anything um to redo or upcycle. I did direct Eric and Patrick in the direct direct the direction, <laughs> send you guys in the direction of something which you bought.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, we got um Patrick got actually it was a um Uh, nightstand it's a little rickety so it's going to take some structural Mm -hmm. changes there's some staining on it it's it's really pretty
1: yeah wood though so was it 6.99
0: yeah yes seven bucks
1: really reasonable cute good lines
0: right seven bucks so um you know i'm that's patrick's project i'm going to be really excited to see what he does with it
1: maybe he'll let you take a picture and share it
0: oh absolutely maybe yeah we we have applause (laughs) from the studio audience i'll take that as a yes (laughs) Um, the other, the other thing from these videos that I've been looking towards future projects, what I'm thinking I would like to work on next, Mm -hmm. and I'm always complaining about this, but that chartreuse dresser that's in the guest room, um, it's just a matter of picking out a color that works in that room. Yeah. Um, I really want purple. I love purple. I love a dark purple. I think a dark,
1: deep purple purple would be nice.
0: Yeah, like an aubergine. Was, yes. Yeah. Um It's hard though. That's not the purple I like. I like a more amethyst. I, know, I, know. I like a jewel tone.
1: I know, but I don't think it's going to be great for that room.
0: Yeah. Oh, but I just you mm, want it. I want I it. Know. I want like a I jewel know. tone purple. So,
1: the the other thing I I realized from watching these videos is that You really need some space to do this work. And as somebody who lives in the city in a condo with no garage, with a storage space that's full, um, I really can't. I mean, I just don't have the space to do the kind of rehab work that some of these people do. I mean, something small I can do inside. Um, And Eric and Patrick graciously said I could do some stuff here, but that's a lot of dragging things back and forth so i need to be realistic about what i can do you guys have a lot of space and a lot of storage space
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: you could certainly tackle some massive projects
0: yeah i mean it's great that we have like a barn on the property that we can (laughs) just yeah (laughs) that we can just put things in Mm -hmm. um and know that they'll stay dry Mm -hmm. and covered um so yeah that's that's helpful um I still have a hard time imagining myself being as ambitious, as visionary yeah. as, especially the furniture flipping teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, it's just amazing to me what a good eye, like, oh, maybe I'll leave these shelves plain, maybe I'll paint them, that there's all these kind of creative decisions you mm-hmm. have to make about how you're going to do something.
1: I think she has youth on her side as well, not yeah. just for her eye, but for her energy.
0: Yes. and her, her her kindergarten teacher patience. Yes, too. like if something doesn't work, the thought of getting wallpaper to align <laughs> in a, the back of a hutch, like if I'm bad in this life, I will go to a place where I will have to do that forever. Like, try to get um, wallpaper yeah, to line it, up. Yeah, it
1: made me anxious just watching it. It seemed so stressful. I can't cut straight lines. So I would never do that to a piece of furniture I bought. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, paint. Mm-hmm. This will be really pretty painted.
0: Yeah. The, um, the, the antique mall we went today had, and because I've yeah. been thinking about it, you know, there are a lot of places where people have upcycled and again the thing that's so hard about it is somebody had this beautiful apple green base on a table and had stained the the wood on the top this beautiful color mm-hmm. and then they distressed it. Yeah. And I it's I'm just oh just
1: leave it because it looks it looks intentionally done and distressing is supposed to mimic use over years, but it's hard to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the patina that you get on something like the piece of furniture that holds your TV.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, that comes from the chipping of paint and 50, 60 years of use, right? You can't recreate that with some sandpaper. Mm -hmm. You can try, but it looks like you sandpapered it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, some people really like that farmhouse, intentional country kind of look and some people don't and I think because it, it does make it look less flat the mm-hmm. paint. Yep. I mean that's one of the problems with the piece of furniture in the guest bedroom that you talk about. Mm-hmm. It's just this bright green mm-hmm. and it just looks I don't it looks cartoony yeah. almost. Yep. Um, so I think that's why people sometimes distress stuff because it gives it I don't know a little pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Like visually it's something different than just paint. Yeah. There's probably a much more articulate way to
0: say that. <laughs> I mean, that what you're saying makes sense. I, I right. mean, I, I get what you're saying.
1: But I also get that you don't like it, and it I, kind of ruins things for you.
0: Right, and I'm thinking, like, oh, if it were that, like, beautiful matte color all the mm-hmm. way through and yeah. looked and had a more kind of pristine look mm-hmm. to it, like, that, that's actually more... Mm-hmm. Um, attractive to me. That's
1: why you have to find these pieces and do them yourself. Yes. That nobody distresses them for you. Right. They don't get to them first.
0: Right. Uh, You know, and of course there were pieces there. There was another piece that was, and I don't know if you saw this one, but it was a dresser. It was black, but the, the wood, they did the same thing. I did not see that. Oh, okay. They, um, painted it, was not distressed. It was a matte black, Uh um, I would say like fifties dresser maybe, but it seemed like it was pretty high quality, maybe forties mm-hmm. and they, the top had a, a dark stain on it and everything else was this matte black, not at all distress. That was elegant. I believe you. Yeah. And so, so yeah, to just to be able to do those things. So I'm, I'm, I think as I'm looking at this, I'm, um, uh, in addition to decluttering, (laughs) which is an ongoing project. constant
1: ongoing. Uh, Yeah.
0: Decluttering in addition to to that, which I I made progress, Mm -hmm. but another thing that I would like to work towards is being more open to doing projects, including things other than painting, like do doing things like, um, you know, going hog wild and switching out hardware. You know, Ooh. yeah, I know. <laughs> um, park the car. He's switching hardware. So, um, yeah. So it's just been, it's like watching these YouTubers has been really inspirational. It yeah. has been. Yeah. So we will um, post a couple of those so you guys can see them. We'll yeah. post those on our, uh, the Cast Facebook page. Um, actually they'll probably show up before you realize why they're even there. Cause we'll probably <laughs> do that tonight as the, as we're uploading this. Um,
1: thanks for listening.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. We are short on time.
1: Oh yeah. We should say though, uh, we are, I love thrifting on Instagram, L U V. We're on Facebook. Thriftycast. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you. Bye.